Discover personally how the word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. We thank God. Amen. Amen. Once again, I welcome all of you to today's service. Amen. We are blessed for being here. Amen. Amen. And today I'm going to teach on fasting. Fasting. Amen. Uh, fasting is very, very important. Amen. Amen. Fasting is very, very what? Important. Important. Amen. Amen. Now, Fasting is a spiritual thing. Amen. Amen. Now, as a church, as Christians, we have to go, we have to Many things have been messed up. Amen. Not intentionally. You don't read the Bible, the more you miss the nuggets. Mm -hmm. The next five years, you've not read it or heard teaching from the Bible about fasting. Your, your mind will always enter. You begin to do things that is not hard and it will become the norm without it, you even not realizing it. Um, not only fasting, everything of what? God. So that's what makes the Bible very important. So when you read the command of God about the Bible, it said, tie it on your forehead, on your wrist, on your heart. It says, speak it, meditate on it. Meaning all the time, the word of what? God. Amen. So we are going to look at what fasting because there are things of God, everything of God is done in three levels. Amen. When you don't do the thing, you don't do it. We encourage you. We persuade you to what? Do it. It's because things of God are spiritual. So, first of all, we need you to begin to do it. As you do it yourself, you begin to understand. But as you begin to do it, then the next level is God expects you now to do it well as ordained. But many a time you start doing it and you are left but if you are left there without doing well, you see that the entire blessing or the thing will not serve its what? Purpose. So even though you are doing the thing, the real benefit, you do not get it. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? And the third level is now you are doing it well, but God expects you to grow or persist in it. Please, do you understand? So we are going to look at fasting. My prayer is that by this teaching, a special grace will be released onto this church Amen. and into us as individuals to enable us to fast. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Because fasting is important. 
Not only that, but my prayer is that now, as we fast, the reward of fasting will what? Receiving. Because fasting has a reward. Praise the Lord Jesus. So let's look at what? Fasting. I want to start from what is fasting. The Bible did not define what fasting is. By defining as fasting is cap, cap, pap, pap, pap. Amen. But when fasting, when you study the fasting in the Bible, the one that pleased God, fasting was achieved. And the one that the purpose did not achieve, you can tell what was fasting is. Amen. So we are going to define what fasting is. Because the first and most important thing we are going to look at fasting is to know what fasting is. You see, listen, you are expected to fast. If you are a Christian and you don't fast, you are just like a Christian who doesn't pray. You are expected to fast. So it's not like fasting is an option or what? A choice. It is a necessity for every Christian. It is one of our spiritual activity. Matter of fact, when we, you, you understand what fasting means to God, you see that if you don't fast, you are losing. Amen. So we, let, let's read some scripture before we look at the definition. Amen. I want you to understand. Look at Matthew chapter 6. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 verse 16. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 16, Jesus said, we didn't, we didn't, if we had known all earlier, we would have brought the mic here instead. Amen. That's all right. So in Matthew chapter 6 verse 16, Jesus said, when you fast. He didn't say if. If means optional. When means expected. So he said, when you fast, please read it for us. Matthew 6 verse 16. Mm -hmm. Moreover, when ye fast, mm -hmm. be not as the hypocrites of the sad countenance. Just 16. For yeah. they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men. So he said, when you fast, Meaning he's expecting us to what? Fast. It is expected. It is not what? An option. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 14 to 15, Bible says John the Baptist's disciples came to ask Jesus and his disciples that how come your disciples do not fast? What does it mean that John the Baptist's disciples, the church of John the Baptist, they were what? Fasting and the church of Jesus do not fast. fast, which wasn't wasn't the norm, wasn't the norm. So they had the, the, the audacity to come and ask Jesus that why is it that you and your church members you do not fast? And listen to what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 9, 14 to 50. Mm -hmm. Then John's disciples came and asked him. How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. Amen. So Jesus, when they said that, Jesus never said we do not need to fast. So the only reason why they don't fast is because me, the Messiah, am with them. So they don't need to fast. I am the God. I am with them. But a time will come that will be taken away. When I go, they will need to what? Fast. fast. 
Is Jesus here? Isn't he gone? Like, I mean, the fiscal, isn't he gone? So the calm has come that we must fast. So we only read the scripture to show that fasting is expected. And you see, when we act, the moment Jesus went, the first thing they went, the pinnacle, they were there was fasting what? Praying. So we read the scripture to show us that for we Christians, fasting is not an option. It is required. It is expected. So we must fast. You must fast. This is why we must understand what the fast is. And make sure that when we do it, we do it what? Right. So that in case we have any misunderstanding, we will be delivered of it. Because any misunderstanding of the word of God makes the word of God difficult for you to obey. Whenever you find a word that is you really want to obey by difficult, that it's more likely you misunderstand something. Because the true word of God, when you understand and want to obey, it is what? Easier because it comes with what? Grace. Praise the Lord Jesus. So you are expected to fast. Amen. I thank God that for every last month of the last Tuesday of the month, we fast as a church. We've done it for the years, isn't it? Yeah, which is good. I pray we'll do it forever. Amen. But as individual, you must also fast. Uh, the choir must fast every now and then as a choir. The Jesus Dancer campaign team must fast now and then as a choir. Uh, team. The the intercessors must fast every now and then as a team. Plus, as individual, you must also what? Fast. Amen. Because said the time will come and they will what? Fast. And that time God will what? Has come. Amen. So what is fasting? We will study Jonah. When we study Jonah chapter 3, of Jonah chapter 3, you will know what fasting is. Amen. The reason why I've chosen Jonah chapter 3 is in Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 to 4, God Almighty Himself said that He was going to destroy Nineveh, which was a great city, like England, like London. Amen. And the Bible said, God later repented. And he did not destroy them. And the Bible, in this case, was specific. The Bible said he did not destroy them because of what they did. When they heard that God wanted to destroy them. Amen. And the Bible gave us what they did. The Bible said what they did was fasting. Was fasting. So, there, in Jonah chapter 3, when the fasting was declared, the detail of the fast was also what? Giving. So from Jonah chapter 3, you will understand what, what fasting is. And as we go throughout the scriptures, you see that you will see the reflection in all other parts of the Bible in regards to what? Fasting. Amen. Amen. So Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Mm-hmm. Go to the great city of Nineveh mm-hmm. and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, Forty more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God, 
a fast was proclaimed, and all of them followed. Just, just the four. Just the four. So the Bible said, Jonah went to tell Nineveh, and the Bible said he was sent by God, that he's coming to destroy what? The city, isn't it? Yes. But when we read Jonah chapter 3, verse 10, it says God did not destroy the city. We all know that it is God that sent Jonah. But the three say God did not what? destroy the city. Read it for us. Why? Jonah 3, 10. Mm -hmm. When God saw what they did mm -hmm. and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. So Bible says when God saw what they did, he relented and did not what? destroy what? them. What did they do? Because they did something, isn't it? Yes. That because of that, God did not what? Destroy what? Them. We see it in the same Jonah chapter 3, verse 5 to 10. 5 to 10. So not that 1 to 4 is when Jonah went what? Tell them. Now read the 5 to 4. 5 to 10. 5 to 10, yes, please. The Nenevites. Or 5 to 9. The Nenevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them... Good. So the first thing the Bible says, we are looking at what they did. The Bible says a fast was proclaimed. Fasting was, was proclaimed. Uh -huh. And all of them, from mm -hmm. the greatest to least, put on sackcloth. So the Bible began to give us the element of the fast. The first word was proclaimed. What they did, that was the fasting. So the Bible said the first thing, they all what? What? Wet, what? Sack of cloth. Uh -huh. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, mm -hmm. he rose from his throne, mm -hmm. took off his royal robes, covered mm -hmm. himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. Mm -hmm. This is the proclamation. So, note, note, the first, a fast was what? Proclaimed. So, he said, This is the proclamation. So, meaning, this is what? The fast. Yes. So, meaning, what a fast is. Start from where you are coming to read. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Please, do you understand? Yes. So it said a fast was proclaimed, and I said this is what the proclamation, the, the fast. So from here is what a fast is. Okay. So what is a fast? What was proclaimed? Mm -hmm. By the decree of the king mm -hmm. and his nobles, mm -hmm. do not let people or animals, herds or flocks, taste anything. Mm -hmm. Do not let them eat. Or drink. So the first thing about fasting is you don't taste anything. You do not eat or what? Drink. Drink. Continue. But mm -hmm. let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Mm -hmm. let Second, it's a covered with what? Sackcloth. Sack mm -hmm. Let everyone call urgently on God. Third thing is what? Pray. So starvation is not fasting. Mm. So just staying from water. And food doesn't make. So the third thing is what? Pray. Call on God. Pray. Mm -hmm. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. The fourth thing is repent of what their sins. Uh -huh. Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn up, turn from his fierce anger mm -hmm. so that we will not To the ten. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I know we've read uh, the ten, but I just have when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. So it worked. The fast they proclaimed work. 
And this fasting, the Bible says the proclamation, the fasting was they did not eat or drink, or drink anything, including water. Anything. And it said they what? Prayed. And also said they repented of their sin. And also wear what? Sackcloth. Four things. Four things. Let's look at Deuteronomy. We want to define what a fasting is. Because we, we want to declare what a fasting is. Amen. Now Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 9. One time, a friend of mine gave me a gold amen. And uh, he said to me, uh, the gold is uh, uh, 18 carats. Amen. This is a long time ago. So when he gave me the 18 carat gold, uh, I said, okay, I want to turn it into a gold chain. In Ghana, Ghana, we have blacksmiths. We give them the gold, they will do it for me. So when I took it, the blacksmith said the weight of the gold is not, will not be long enough for the chain I want, isn't it? So then I had some gold chain that someone brought for me, like gave it to me, but it was from abroad. So I gave it to him to mix it with the 18 carat. And so that gold uh, is 9 carat gold. I said, it doesn't matter, just what? Mix it. So he mixed it, then that was it, isn't it? So I've used the chain now over the years in London here. I wanted to sell the chain, so I took it. He said, how many carats is the good? I said, 18 what? carats. He said, got to me, the nine carats was small. But when they tested, they said, no, it is 14 carats. Then I did the calculation. I didn't tell them, I did the calculation in my mind. They tested it twice. The first, I didn't say, oh, it's not true, but so let me just double check it again. I realized truly when they mixed the nine and what? Uh, was 18, it has become what? 40. It is no more what? 24. So it's the same with certain things to do prayer or fasting in this context. If we don't look at what it means and go by it, it might not set it forward. And the worst thing to do something but not do it was like you lose out. Praise the Lord Jesus. So now look at Deuteronomy. So in Nehemiah, uh, sorry, in Jonah, we saw that the first they proclaimed no one what drank or what? Eight. what? Anything. Amen. And they prayed and repented of their sin. And they were wearing what? Sackcloth. Amen. Now look at Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9 to 10. The reason why we were reading there, we saw that there to Moses fasted 40 days and night. And his fasting was successful. Why? Because the Bible says when he came, he was holding the Ten Commandments. The Bible says his face was what? Shining. So we want to find out. God wants to define fasting. Amen. Okay. So from Jonah, we see that fasting is the abstinence from what? Food and what? Water with prayer and repentance of what? Sin and wearing of sackcloth. Amen. Okay, look at Jonah. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9 to 10. When I went up on the mountain mm -hmm. to receive the tablets of stone, mm -hmm. the tablets so of stone. So John Moses was giving account to them about when he went to the mountain, how his fast was. Mm -hmm. 
the, ta the tablet of the covenant that the Lord had made with you. I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights. I ate no bread and drank no water. The Lord gave me two stone tablets inscribed by the finger of God on them, on them were all the commandments. So Moses said when he was there, when he was fasting, he said he ate no what? Bread and drank no what? Water. For 40 days and what? Night. It echoes what we read in what? Jonah. It's in line with faith. Now read at 25 to 26. 25 to 26. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. 25 to 26. Mm -hmm. I lay prostrate before the Lord those 40 days and 40 nights. So he said that fasting, 40 days and 40 nights, uh -huh, he was lying before God and doing what? Because the Lord had said he would destroy you. Mm -hmm. I prayed to the Lord and said. So he was praying. So not just like he was there starving, he was what? Praying. So when we say fasting, it means abstinence from food and all liquid, including water, whilst you are praying with prayer. Praise the Lord Jesus. Did you finish the 26? Sovereign Lord, do not destroy your people. Your own inheritance that you redeemed by your great power and brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Amen. Amen. The only difference is here Moses was not wearing what? A sack. Cloth. But there was no food, no water, and there was what? Prayer. Prayer. Moses didn't need to repent because he wasn't living in sin. None of the heart what? Repent. But they were living what? Sin. sin. Please, you get it. Because Bible says, God's eye cannot behold what? Sin. sin. When we look at things that make fasting useless, you see that when you are living sin and you are fasting, you are just wasting your time. Everything we call, when you are living sin, you are doing it, you are wasting sin. If anything happens, it's just the mercy and what? The goodness of what? God. That's all. Amen. Amen. Now, let's look at another fasting that was very effective. That is Esther, chapter 4. We all know that Esther, in the book of Esther, the entire Jewish nation, they were going to be annihilated, isn't it? Yeah. And Esther was their only what? Hope. Mm -hmm. And the background or backdrop of this scripture, Esther chapter 4, verse 16, is that Esther had to go to the king. But the law says no one can come to what? The king, till so the king calls you, if you go, he will kill you. And Esther decided that what? She's going to what? Go, take the risk. If they kill her, fair enough. But he asked them to fast. Let's look at what the fasting was. Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Mm -hmm. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast with me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. Mm -hmm. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Amen. Amen. So here, Esther mentioned fast. He said, go and tell them to fast for me. He gave the details of the fasting. He said, do not what? Eat or drink for three days. So their fasting, there was a time frame for three days. 
Nenek, Moses one, there was a time frame for 40 days. Nenek didn't give us a time frame, but it seems like a day. It's like they fasted, what? Just what? For a day. But you could see clearly fasting is the abstinence from food and what? Liquid, including water. Amen. I know sometimes we say you can drink water. But the Bible shows us clearly that fasting is the abstinence from food and liquid. The Moses one, he mentioned water specifically. He said he did not drink water. The Nenebi one, he mentioned water. He said no one should drink anything. Amen. I know you might be thinking, what about Daniel's fast? The word Daniel fast is not in the Bible. What many people call Daniel fast, the Bible doesn't consider it as fasting. The Bible calls it mourning, which is not fasting. So there's nothing like Daniel fast. That word is for man. Let, let's look at it. Amen. If you are going to, if we are going to fast, let's fast well. Amen. 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 I just want Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 to 3. I want you to read it and you see that Daniel never said it's a fast. The Bible never said it's a fast. The Bible said he was. Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 to 3. Because especially in this country, I hear so many Christians say, I'm there, Daniel fast. Oh, I'm fasting, I'm abstaining from fish, I'm abstaining from meat. It is not fasting, you are deceiving yourself. Then we say vegans are always fasting. Yeah, I, I don't want to call, but there's a certain uh, related group of people here that they say we are fasting for the they have a name, that fast we don't eat meat, or we are only eating fish, or this is called this. It's not a fast. Amen. Please read it for me. Daniel 10, 2 to 3. Mm -hmm. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. Did he say I fasted? No. He said what? Mourned. For what? Three weeks. Uh -huh. And he showed us how he mourned. Eh? I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips. So he didn't say he didn't eat, but he said he didn't eat anything tasty. Mm -hmm. And he didn't say he didn't drink, just that he didn't drink wine, alcohol, meaning he didn't enjoy himself mm -hmm. because he was what? Mourning. Mm -hmm. I use no lotions at all. But this is not a fast. This is mourning. He said, I mourn. He didn't say, I fasted. Moses said, I fasted. If you want to mourn, then say you are mourning. But if you say fasting, this is not fasting. Nenebi said, he proclaimed a fast. Esther said, fast for me. Me and my people also want fast. So this is not a fast, it's a morning. And the word there is about, which means to mourn. About the like Hebrew word, which means what? To mourn. And the Greek word for fasting, should I say somewhat soon? T-U-S-U-M. The Hebrew word. So which means to abstain from food. So it's not the same word. It's, it has nothing in common. So the so-called Daniel fast. It's a word that is called by man. Mm. I, I don't know how you think, but I'm telling you that it is not fasting. It is morning. I'm talking about fasting. So fasting is the abstinence from what? Water. 
any liquid and food for a time period. Why do I say a time period? First Corinthians, let's read it. Amen. First Corinthians spoke about fasting. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5. So this is, if you are thinking it's Old Testament, First Corinthians is New Testament. Those of us that say Old New, it is New Testament. Jesus himself fasted 40 days and what? 40 nights. Bible was, the Bible said he came out of the fasting hungry. That's when Satan said, turn stones into bread. So that temptation was a serious temptation. So you see, like, like even for people, what to tempt them when they are 20 years? Maybe in 4, 60 years, nothing, it won't be tempted. So your pressing need, when the enemy used your pressing need to tempt you, it is very, so Jesus was starving, angry, and he said, turn stones into bread, giving Jesus an idea, which he could have done, but he would have failed. You are able to fast them before, you see that he smelled nice food everywhere. <laughs> And you begin to have nice appetite. Everything is good. You can eat. Yeah. So that temptation wasn't small. Amen. Now read the first Corinthians first. First Corinthians. Seven verse five. Yeah. Do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, mm -hmm. so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again. Read, so read, 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 read King James, please. Okay. Yeah. For I would. That. The same scripture, 7 verse 5, King James, 1 Corinthians. Defraud ye not one the other, mm -hmm. except it be with consent for a time, mm -hmm. that ye may give yourself to fasting and prayer, mm -hmm. and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your incontinence. So he was talking to wives and husbands, and said, never say no to each other. You see, when your husband wants to kiss you and enjoy, never say no. Never say no. A woman, never say no. If you have been married, wait when you marry. But once you marry, never say no. Only say no when it is not possible. Do you, do you understand? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you. It looks simple, but it's powerful. Okay, so he said, except when you people have set time apart to do what? Fast and what? Pray. So it gives us the indication that the fasting which we can see is connected to a time frame that is set apart. Mm -hmm. You set the time apart that this time or this season you are going to fast, meaning this time or this season you are not going to eat what? Bread. Bread means food or drink any what? Liquid and pray or you are fasting for God. So fasting is the abstinence from food and all liquid for a period of time. You choose the period of time. You choose the period of time. We saw Moses 40 days. We saw uh, Esther 3 days. In the Bible, we saw the church fast for a day and appointed what? Elders. But you choose what? The time Free. But you mustn't be lazy about it. And none of you should fast 6 to 12. I don't have, as a pastor, your pastor, I don't consider it as fasting. 
Because even the children, my children fast six to two hours then. What time do you people fast? Your last week, what time do you fast today, Tuesday? What time is lunch time? So, yeah. When they are on vacation, it's two. And adult, you are going to fast to 12. Because it means that you, you miss only breakfast. You want the fast to be effective, isn't it? So at least, at least, fast 6 to 2. Or 6 to 3. Or 6 to what? 6. Don't fast anything less than 6 to what? 2. I can tell you that as your pastor, because just like me tell you that don't pray less than 2 minutes. Because 2 minute prayer, what do you pray? <laughs> you understand, is it prayer? So it is better to fast 6 to 2 p.m. and abstain from water and, and food that fast from 6 to 6 whilst you'll be drinking what? Water. Because fasting is the abstinence from what? Water and what? Food and prayer. I didn't say it's in the Bible. I wish I could reduce it. But I'm not there. I'm not there. It's there, isn't it? Or even though I said at least 5 to 6 to Okay, you can fast 6 to 12. Amen. Because some of the times our work is very difficult. So it is better. <laughs> it is better to fast from 6 to 12 p.m. and abstain from water and food than to fast from 6 to 3 or 6 to 6 or 6 is 2 whilst you'll be drinking what? Water. Please, do you understand? Because fasting is the abstinence of what, from what? Food and water for a period of what? Time. It is better to pray 10 minutes from your heart properly than to pray 30 minutes that you are all over the place and like you are joking. Isn't it? It is better. Amen. I know I'm guilty. <laughs> and God has forgiven me. <laughs> and I know sometimes I say, well, you can drink water. And I still tell others, you can drink water. But it's to get you started. There's a way you encourage people to start. Like you say, pray, just pray every day. Just make sure you pray every morning. Because you do not pray. But as you begin to pray every morning, say, listen, that five minutes is nothing. It's very bad. You see, now I'll tell you that it's bad. And I'll explain to you that at least you must pray at least 15 minutes. Oh, you, you understand? Yeah. So not like I'm deceiving, but fasting is the abstinence from food and water and all kinds of liquid for between what? A time frame that you what you choose. Amen. Now, now, there was the issue of sackcloth in the fast. Isn't it? Yes. But today, we don't need what? Sackcloth. Amen. Why don't we need sackcloth? Why today we don't need sackcloth to what? Fast. I, I will explain why. But we read this in the Bible. And the reason why, but the sackcloth was necessary to show us in the spirit when you fast, what actually takes place. The sackcloth was the physical what? Painting, like the tabernacle, was the physical painting of how things are out in the spirit. But we get to there. The question is, why is it that now you don't need what? Sackcloth. Mighty chapter 6, verse 16 to 18. 
Mighty chapter 6, verse 16 to 18. Remember, we read Mighty chapter 6, verse 16, but now we are reading to the what? 18. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 6, verse 16 to 18. Mm -hmm. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces to show others mm -hmm. they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. So that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen, and your father who sees that sees what is done in secret will reward you. So when they fast, they wear sackcloth and ashes. Meaning, everyone, when everyone sees, you know that you are what fasting. But Jesus said, now when we fast, we shouldn't let it be obvious to what people. But we should rather even dress well, cream, as if nothing is what happening. That's why we can fast without sackcloth. That's why it is allowed, so it's no more what needed. Because other that, the woman fast, you know that pastor you are fasting. I'll be showing you where. And if I want to come to I'll just wear something. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that it means fasting. Yeah. Amen. So because of this scripture, we are free not to not to wear what? Sackcloth. So this is why we don't wear what? Sackcloth. But still, fasting is the afternoon from what? Food and what? Liquid. For a period of time. You decide the period and you tell God before you start. You understand? You don't start and decide to break any time. You are filled. You tell God, I'm fasting from 6 to 12, or 6 to 2, or 6 to 6, one day, or three days, or seven days, or 21 days, before you start your fast. So that when it is You've told God that 6 to 2 and you stop and want to break, then you know that you are being guilty. Lazy. You are destroying your fast. Please, you understand? Yes. Now, what do we mean by 6 to 6? The reason why we mean by 6 to 6, it is assumed that everyone, when you sleep, you wake up 6 what? In the morning. You understand? So 6 means that the moment you wake up the next day, you do not what? Eat. So when you are fasting 6 to what? 6 in the evening. When you wake up in the morning, you don't eat anything, you don't drink anything. You'll be praying and what? You will do that, not the prayer. We pray on them, I mean the abstinence from food and water all the way to what? 6 what? PM. Yeah. Why do we break at 6? Because there are three meals, morning, afternoon, evening. 6 o'clock is the lunch what? Time. For dinner, where do we get all this time? The Jewish people they have times of watch, this is their time where they pray. So, six it is as soon as you can break or break your fasting what to an end. Now, sometimes you hear that we say we are breaking our fast. Sometimes people fast, for example, seven days, but they don't tell God they are fasting seven days that for the seven days they will not drink and eat. But they tell God that maybe they are fasting six to three for seven days. Meaning from when they wake up in the morning, they don't eat anything. They don't drink anything. They will pray, read the Bible, whatever reason why they are fasting, they will be fasting on it. When it's three o'clock, they will eat something to break the fast, not finish the fast. And maybe from three to the sleep, they will be eating. The next morning, they will continue the same routine for what? Seven what? This. So when we say we are fasting 3 to 3 or 
21 days. Not like the people they do not eat for what? 21 days. Mm-hmm. Esther 1. The Esther 1, they did not eat anything for 21 days. So no, it said day and what? Night. Meaning he did not break. Mm-hmm. Moses 1, the Bible said day and what? Mm-hmm. Night. Meaning for the 40 days he didn't break. Mm-hmm. Never one didn't say day and what? Mm-hmm. Night. That's what I'm thinking is a day. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. There are scriptures that shows us that you can fast just for what? A day. And matter of fact, this small being word, compared to the strength, many have lost that strength. Many cannot fast more than three days dry. My mother has done three days dry before, I remember. Dry. Yeah. That bishop, the Smith has done three days dry. He couldn't wake up. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. He, he was very young then. Amen. In boarding school. Amen. But now many cannot do even many, they can't even do six to six because of health reasons. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So that is for your information. So now we know what what? Fasting is. Please, do we get it? Yes. Now, the next thing I want you to know is that there are rewards for fasting. Fasting is not what? In vain. Amen. But before we look at the reward for fasting, when you fast, when you fast, what does it actually mean to God? When I do not eat the whole day, starving and praying, how does it help me? We know what fasting is, but what does fasting mean to what? God. What is its spiritual what? Significant. You see, to fast, to fast means to humble yourself before God. That's what it means to God. If you want to humble yourself before God, it's to fast. That's what fasting means. So meaning the abstinence of food, from food and drink, for a, for a period of time, to pray about a thing, is to humble yourself to God. It's to tell God that you need him so much for this thing. Without him, you cannot. And it's true. Haven't you noticed that even the physical, when you fast, it's like your strength is more there. It's like you are poor. You cannot be in your, your daily again. No, it's true. Don't you even physical feel humble like you've been weakened, you've been broken? Yeah. Let's read it. Psalm 35, verse 13. So to fast means to humble yourself before God. It's the greatest way to humble yourself before God directly. No, this is before God directly. So when you are fasting, when you are staying from food and liquid in, to pray, you are humbling what? Yourself before God. Please read it for us. Psalm 35, verse 13. Mm-hmm. Yet when they were ill, mm-hmm. I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayer returned to me, I answered. How did he humble himself? Fasting. Before what? Fasting. Fasting. He was telling God, like, when his friends now hate him, but when they were what? Sicky. He afflicted himself and humbled himself before what? Fasting. Isaiah 58, verse 3. Isaiah 58, verse 3. 
Isaiah 58, verse 3. Amen. Isaiah 58, verse 3. Mm -hmm. Why have we fasted? So he was talking about fasting. Say, why have we fasted? Eh? They say, and you have not seen it. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed yet? Just a thread. So Isaiah 50, uh, 50 words, 58 verse 3. The people, they were talking to God. They said, God, why have we fasted and not hear us? Why have we humbled ourselves? So what do they mean? They mean that by their fasting, they humbled what? They said before, oh, but God still do not hear them. Now read the final for me. Fine. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? So God replied them that, is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves before me. What does it mean? So when you fast, you humble yourself before God. You come back to that scripture, but now what I want you to know is that whenever you fast, what you are doing, you are humbling yourself before what? God. Amen. First Kings chapter 21, verse 27 to 29, makes it clearer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. First Kings 21, yes. verse 27 to 29. Mm -hmm. Nine. Mm -hmm. When I have heard these words, mm -hmm. he tore his clothes on sackcloth and fasting. Mm -hmm. He lay in the sackcloth and went around weeping. Mm -hmm. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. Have you noticed how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself, I will not bring this, this disaster in his Amen. Day. So God sent prophet to go and tell him Ahab that he's going to destroy him and all of his generation because of his evilness. But Bible says King Ahab was fasted, isn't it? And Bible says when he fasted, God said to the prophet, that go and tell him again that because he has humbled himself before me, I will not perform this disaster in his time. So what was the fasting? His fast, what was it to God? Come on, is there? Humble. His fasting, God saw it what? That he has humbled himself. So when you fast, the only thing that you are doing before God is you are humbling yourself before God. Yeah. He said, go and tell him because he has humbled himself before me. First he said, have you seen how he has humbled himself before me? And go and tell him because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring this thing to pass. But what did he do? And God said he has humbled. He fasted. The Bible says he fasted. One circle and fasted before God. So fasting, all that fasting is, you are humbling yourself God, before God. If there's one thing that tells God that He's all that you want and you need, is fasting. I didn't say it. that's what is there. Mm. Ezra chapter eight verse twenty-one. I want to hit another note there so that we really understand that that's what fasting is. So we do not fast to lose weight, even though it has that benefit. We do not fast to take our system of toxins, even though it has that benefit. You see, if you fast six to six and you don't drink any liquid, you see that your body will pack of uh, toxins, especially from three going. You see that the color of your urine changes, yeah. even though you have no liquid. The body is pegging itself for toxins. But that's not why we fast anyway, but that's the overflow. 
If you fast to lose weight, it's not fasting. <laughs> Amen. You must fast to God, to humble yourself. So look at Ezra chapter 8, verse 21. And sometimes, please don't misunderstand me. If you fast longer, you will see that uh, you give out a lot of gas. You are pegging your body. Yeah. If you don't experience the maybe when you are drinking water, you might not see all these things. But if you don't eat anything and drink anything, you see all these things. Yeah. So there are physical benefits, but that's not our interest. Amen. Our interest is the spiritual benefit. Because once you do it, the physical benefit is a must. But if you do it because of the physical benefit, you miss the spiritual benefit. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So look at Ezra chapter 8, verse 21. There, by the Ahava canal, I proclaimed a fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions. He wanted God to give them a safe journey. And Bible says he proclaimed a fast that we are fasting so that God will lead us. Why? Why did he fast? Because he wanted to what? Humble himself before God. Why that? Because he knew that fasting is to, to fast is to humble yourself before God. He knew that one of the greatest ways to directly show God that you really need him is by fasting. So when we fast, you are humbling yourself before God. That's the spiritual significance. So if in this context, if you don't fast, it means you not be hungry yourself before God. You don't need God that much. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need him that much for what you are praying for. For what you've been praying for. For the change you want. That's what it means. So these are spiritual realities. These are spiritual realities. That's why Jesus said, when you fast, when you fast, God for a man to starve, it's not a small thing. Yeah. Especially if you are that type that eat in the morning. You wake up first in tea or coffee, like me. You really feel the fast because like your first hour you can feel the difference. Because your first hour you've already missed a little bit. Yeah. You've already missed. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So when we fast, we are humbling ourselves before God. Whatever we are praying about, we are telling God that listen, without you it's not possible. You are lying on the cloth. So the, the sackcloth is the physical demonstration of the spiritual reality that I am nothing. Imagine a king wearing sackcloth. I am nothing before you, God. Praise the Lord Jesus. It, it is God straight at that physical reality. Imagine a king putting ashes on his head. He say, I'm nothing. Yeah. I'm nothing. Praise the Lord Jesus. Please, have you understood it? So what have you seen so far? You have seen what fasting is and what actually we do whenever what we fast. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's, I want to zero in to the significance of humbling yourself before God of a fast. You see, that statement, it means so much. For God to find you humble in a thing, in a situation, is much more than good. You could be a humble person in general, before God and man, but in a particular situation, God will find you proud in it. Yeah. 
You can be in jail and have a person. But in that need of yours, God will find you proud in it. Yeah. So in that need, in that situation, you are equally as proud as the proud. Amen. So when God finds you humble, it means a lot of things. And I want to share a few reports. You. Amen. Amen. Now watch first scripture. Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. So this is part of the rewards of what? Fasting. Mm -hmm. But I want to connect it to what it means to fast when you fast. Amen. Hi. Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. 12, please. For those who Can I have one more tap, please, Ronaldo? Mm -hmm. For those who exalt themselves will be humble, mm -hmm. and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So this is a general matter. This verse is by Christ Himself. So those who exalt themselves will be humble. Those who humble themselves will be exalted. So in that situation, when God finds you humble by fast, what happens to God as well? Please, what, what will happen? So fasting brings what? Exhortation. It brings exhortation. Based on what you are fasting about. So when we fasted about spiritual gifts, we tell God we need it. We humble ourselves. And he will exhort us by giving us gift that Adam that maybe he had no intention to give us. Many people after they fast, they finish fasting, they feel very powerful. <laughs> It's only the physical manifestation. So when you fast, it brings what? Exaltation. Because when God finds humble by fast, the Bible says he exalts what? The humble. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. What it means when you are found humble for the benefits, the blessings. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6, please.
Second Corinthians chapter 33, verse 23 to 24. That is why the wicked king, when he fasted, because he did not experience because he was found what? Humble. Before God. You might not agree with it, but this is God's way. Your own is to understand it and use it for your advantage. Yeah. For your advantage. You can say no and fight it. God will not change it. Yeah. Yeah. This is God's way. Please read it. Second Chronicles chapter 33, yeah. 23 to 24. But unlike his father Manasseh, he did not humble himself before the Lord. Ammon increased his guilt. Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated him in his case. So Manasseh was a king, amen. And Ammon was also what? A king. But Bible said they were all kings of Israel. Bible said with um, um, Ammon, he did not humble himself before God because of that he was what? Unlike his father. His father, if you read the story, because his father humbled himself before God, God protected what? Him. This is just to show you the raw effect of what it means to be found humble before what? God. Because one thing that we do when we fast is humble ourselves before what? God. Amen. Look at Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. I, I, I have to zero in on this because it is all when we fast. Whether you fast for marriage, you fast for spirituality, for anointing, for deliverance, whatever, it means one thing. You are humble yourself before God. So I want to zero in on that, what it means to humble ourselves before God. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 29, 23. Mm -hmm. A man's pride shall break in love, mm -hmm. but honor shall uphold the humble spirit. So he said, pride brings a man's <coughs> what? Low. But what? Honor and what? Shall hold the what? Humble in spirit. Spiritual humbleness. You do it by fasting. Meaning, you will not be found proud to be brought. No. God does bring people low. Many people, he brings them low. They, some of them don't know it. He will let you know that all the things you think that it means you are something. You are nothing. God, you see that all those things, what you think should give, you should have, you don't have it. Yeah. He brings people out. No. So pride, when God finds you humble, there will be no pride for him to what? Brings you what? No. Proverbs or James, Chapter 4, verse 6. He said, God give what? More grace. Amen. To the humble. He said, God opposes the proud. Amen. And favors the what? Humble. So when you fast and you are found humble before God by your fast, He will favor you. Favor means give you a due advantage. That's what favor means. Yeah. Ah. You, the top one, you qualify. You, you all qualify for the job. But I like you. I like this one. So I'm, I'm choosing this one. Mm -hmm. I have to choose one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's favor. Yeah, that's all. Or, or they say anyone who, the qualification is between anyone who gets between 40 and 50. Mm -hmm. you, you, you see, you have 42. You have 40. 
But the Lord said 40 and 42, they all qualified. But I like because the way this is. So even though he had 40, I've chosen him. I haven't offended. I haven't done anything. Favor. Few advantage. That's all. But I said, call favor out. The hand. Please read it for me. James 5. Mm -hmm. James 4, verse 6. So when you fast and you are found humble before God, which is the essence of fasting, you'll be found, you receive favor. God yes. will find favor. Last scripture on this, then we look at some of the advantages, then we quickly look at things that can make your fasting ineffective. Amen. Mm -hmm. Which one should you read? Proverbs chapter 15. Yes, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. To understand it when you fast. So it's some humility. Fasting be, means being humble before God. It sounds simple. It sounds like only this, but it means everything. It means everything. So this makes fasting important. Yeah. Please read it for us. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, mm -hmm. and before honor is humility. So it said humility comes before honor. God never gives man honor without finding the man to be humble. Mm -hmm. Meaning without humility there will be no what? Honor. So if God finds you by fasting to be humble, he will honor you in what you are praying about. And you think that this is a choice? It's not a choice. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. You can do it. He said he give grace. God will give us grace. God will give us grace. At my house, I grew up in a house. My mother, my, my mother, my sisters, when they don't fast when they are going to work. When they take their leave, that is when they fast. Maybe they take their leave. They, go, they fast for maybe three days. Mm. Or sometimes they even go to isolated place. Mm. Maybe Friday and come back Sunday and fast. Mm. Because when you are working you are fasting, mm. it could be very difficult. Mm -hmm. Not impossible. Especially depending on the nature of your work. So sometimes, so sometimes it is better mm. to do it less but do it well mm. than to do it often but not do it well yes, yes. because it must serve a purpose if yeah. it's doing it well that serves a purpose yeah. so maybe you to your leave time mm. you can factor in this mm. that during my day my two weeks my one week i'm not two or three days for this yeah. it's important mm. it's important so that you can fast some of us, or some of you, you could pass with at work. It depends on you if you can do it. Mm. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. When I was growing up, every vacation, I had no choice. It doesn't matter if I want it or I don't want it. My mom takes us to a place called Idumfa. It's a prayer camp. It's a big town built by a prophetess from scratch. Mm -hmm. So a city in a village. It's part of this 
village is a city, has roads, lights, street lights, everything. And the how the, the place is village. And it's a land. That land, it is only fasting and prayer. Not like always like not from Monday to Sunday, fasting and prayer. Monday to Sunday. Fasting and prayer. When you go there, six o'clock, the shops open. Oh, seriously, the shows open at six. You, you wake up in the morning, you pray by yourself. Then nine o'clock, we all come for a prayer meeting. It goes like twelve. Everyone must go and sleep. They ring the door, go and sleep. And you know one is allowed to wake up till like uh, four, four thirty-five, so that you can pray. And six o'clock, you can break. And seven o'clock, we come for church service tonight. And after night, everybody must sleep. Yeah. Their rooms, their bedrooms, everything, they're free. Free. Everything free. A big place, a huge place. So when we go, it's like, we are all there. We must fast. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you must fast. So we are there. That's why anything less than six, I don't really see it as a fast. Because even when I was a teenager, fast up to six. Sometimes the prophetess will say, God said everyone should pray after the afternoon prayer. And now I'm God. <laughs> I'm excited. And when they break, they'll break coconut, they'll break all sorts of food, food, everything. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, my, you go there because sometimes in your secular activities, it's smart work, difficult work, fast. Even here, there are places. I know people go to places, Ashbenti, you know Ashbenti, Ashbenti. Myself, I've never been there. I, I have a hotel I go, but they go and they just go there two or three days to fast. The atmosphere will help you. I'm just saying all these things. In case you struggle to fast, three days or the weekend, be with the Lord, fasting and prayer. Have an issue or just be with the Lord. Amen. There, there are places. But I don't go to those places, I just go to a hotel. I just stay, I'll stay in the room. Or if one day, one time, I didn't go to the hotel, a brother gave me his house because he was traveling. I was in the house three days. When he came, he said, oh, why did not come out? I said, no, there was letters all about the door. I didn't step out of the room, I was in the room. When I was going, I was holding my, my rice and my drink. When I put it in the freezer. When I break, I might go with it. So I didn't step up. I didn't step up. Let's pray three days. Fasting and prayer. It's needful. It's needful. Bishop Daki, what me say one day? He was with Bishop, Archbishop Daki Williams. And there was an issue. So one of the prophets in Archbishop Daki Williams' church came over. And he wasn't really happy with the prophet. And he just said to the prophet, go and fast 21 days. <laughs> and Bishop Dark said, he was so happy he's not the one that was still to go fast 21 days. <laughs> and I could just feel it for the prophet. <laughs> I'm just saying this to say, people are fasting. Yeah. Of course, we are not meant to fast all the time. We are meant to pray without sin. But when we fast, we are expected to fast, which you have to. It is a necessity. You need to do it. Amen. It's not an option. 
you must start somewhere. Find the best way that works for you. So I thank God we fast every once. Tuesday at the end. I know some of us it's much difficult. But you have to. Just be realistic about it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Unless you people want us to fast weekend and the other weekend we come to church and pray. Because when we fast as a church and we don't gather and pray, it is wrong. It is vain. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap for praying. So, do fasting come with rewards? Because remember, when we read Matthew chapter 6, verse 16 to 18, we will read it. Jesus said, so that your father, who sin secret, will reward what? You. And receive the major reward, which is what? God finding what? Humble. means Christ what? The limit. But let's look at some of the reward of fastings. The spiritual reward, not physical. Amen. Amen. Some of it. Amen. Amen. Now look at Matthew or Jonah chapter 3, verse 10. Remember, their fasting saved them from that destruction. Isn't it? God was going to destroy them. But because they fast, so fasting will save you from destruction. If you if you truly repent of your sin, that is meant to destroy you. And you fast, God will stand on it. And what? You'll be saved from it. Amen. I know we've read, but I want us to look at from that view. We are looking at some of what? The blessing of fasting. Jonah chapter 3, verse 10. Hallelujah. Amen. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. We know what they did, which was what? Fasting. So fasting saved Nineveh from what? Destruction. Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 to 21. Jesus says, this time, only go out, except by what? Fasting and prayer. So there are certain demonic activities and demonic oppressions and demonic spirits that we can only overcome them when we fast and pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. Please read it for us. Matthew 17. Matthew chapter 6. Oh, did I say 17? Then 17, please. 17, 19 19, 21. 21. Mm -hmm. Then the disciples came, so then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we cast, sorry, why could not we cast him out? Mm -hmm. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible. How be it? This kind goes not out by prayer and fasting. So they, they couldn't cast out the demon, they couldn't heal the child. Mm -hmm. And Jesus came and just healed the child. And they asked that, how come you couldn't cast out this demon? And Jesus said, because you have, you lack unbelief. Mm -hmm. But he went on saving in a sense, even if you believe this type goes out only by what? Prayer, Prayer and what? Fast. Fasting. Why? We all know that they didn't fast. They didn't fast. They were not fast. Remember, John yeah. disciple came and said, oh, how come your disciples yeah. did not what? Fast. fast. So Jesus, so there are demonic activities and influences 
Because the sickness was demonic. And demonic spirit, if you don't fast and pray, you can never overcome it. Even physically, fasting helps you control your flesh. Yeah. Amen. So if you don't fast, there are certain spirits you can never overcome them in your life or in what? Your interest. It takes what? Fasting and what? Prayer. In other words, even though you didn't have much faith, but this time, anyway, even if you had faith, then you couldn't do anything. Why? Because it goes out except by fasting and what? Prayer. Prayer. And you don't know. You don't fast and pray. We join the church of John. No. Amen. <laughs> praise, praise the Lord Jesus. So fasting gives us power over demonic activities and spirits. Amen. Now when you look at Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 2, the Bible said the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to fast and pray. Amen. Amen. So the Bible, that's, we all know that he went there and fasted 40 days and what? Mm-hmm. Nights. Please let's read it. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. We are still looking at some of what? The blessing, the rewards, the advantages of what? Fasting. And note, when we say fasting, it comes with prayer. So fasting is the abstinence from what? Food and what? Liquid over what? A period of time with what? Prayer. Uh huh. Okay. Luke 4, 1 to 2. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan mm-hmm. and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where... Forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. So Bible said the Holy Spirit, Jesus was not to, he was full of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led him into what? The desert to what? Fast and what? Pray. Pray. Amen. Uh, you know, you never use your phone there again. Don't use your phone there again. You are supposed to be watching me. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because sometimes I'm here, the camera is there. I'm here, the camera is there. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, so he was full of the Holy Spirit. And he was led by the Holy Spirit toward the desert, toward fast and what? Pray. Amen. Okay, now read the 14. The same look for but the 14. You see that he came back from the desert, from, from the fasting and prayer, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Please read it for us. Luke 4, verse 14. Yes. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. So he returned from the fasting in the power of the Spirit, which is different from the infill. The infill of the Spirit are full of the Holy Spirit in you. The power is he coming upon you. So fasting brings the power of the Holy Spirit in our life through fasting. We get power. Yeah. You see, the Holy Spirit can be around you and not in you. He can be around you and in you, but not come upon you. When He comes upon you, that is the power. If you are a true believer, He's in you, He never leaves. But He doesn't come upon everyone. Amen. So you see that after the fasting, He returned in the power. That's when He started performing miracles, healing. That's when He first said, Someone said, the Lord has anointed me to preach good news, to set the captives free, blah, blah, blah. So fasting brings the power of the Holy Spirit word and makes it what available in one's life for one. Praise the Lord Jesus. Look at another scripture. We saw in Esther, isn't it? How the entire, we don't need to read it or we should read it. How the entire Israel was what? 
say that Esther himself found favor before the king. Because the first thing for Esther is that the king will give him her the scepter. And when they fasted and prayed, when she got there, the king said, oh, come, 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 what do you want me to do? Say, I'll give you the half of my kingdom. The power behind it was fasting and prayer. Yeah. Uh, uh, one sister said to my husband, before she give me money, unless I fast and <laughs> Oh, seriously. <laughs> Another time, she said to me, oh, you yeah, know what to do. If I do fasting and prayer, I won't ask him. Let <laughs> me finish fasting and praying. <laughs> True story. She told me. Wow. Amen. You haven't met any man who is... <laughs> That woman said to me, said, my husband. <laughs> she said, uh, uh, my husband, he has POP on the hand. You know POP? Cast. Cast. Oh, okay. She said, every time before I ask him anything, I have to pray and break fast and pray. I cast before. <laughs> Amen. Pray so. So in fact, let's read that because it's different. So look at Esther chapter 4. Let's read the 10 to 11. Amen. Esther chapter 4, 10 to 11. Amen. So fasting is important. After you understand it, you all can fast. All of us can miss a meal, a breakfast, and possibly what? A lunch. Amen. Praise the Lord. We can do it. Amen. God will strengthen you. Amen. God will give you the grace. Amen. Your days off, you can use that day to fast. Yeah, because you are not working. So you can use your day off to work. Fast. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Everybody get two days off, including Sundays. Amen. You don't know. I mean, it's been a while, but I sometimes fasting, I'm standing at Jesus' dancer campaign. Winter, from morning to evening. Nothing. I'm fasting. No one knows it. Yeah. Anytime when you look back, was Charlie, it wasn't easy. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. One time, ah, I think our first program, I was fasting. But I realized that during the program, the healing, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, our first healing conference, I realized I wasn't really, you know, strong, energetic. So after I fasted three days, uh, on that day I was on the program, I was fasting. So I spoke to my father and I said, there was something not wrong. It was like some zoo wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so I said, so I asked him especially, I said, did I do it right wrong? And he said, to normally you fast to the program. And normally on the day of program, you do not fast so that you can be yourself. Yeah. You, you understand? Not like, <laughs> yeah, you understand? Yeah. Amen. Please read it for us. So Esther chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Hallelujah. Amen. Esther 4, 10 to 11. Yeah. Then she instructed him to say to Mordecai, mm-hmm. All the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that they be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. To the level. So 
Mordecai said to Esther, go to the king and let the king know that they want to kill us. And Esther said, you know I can't go. Because anyone who goes there, whilst he hasn't become his head will run. Okay. And he said, even 30 days now, even though I'm the queen, I haven't been called. And you know I cannot go there. And Mordecai sent a message back to her that blah, 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 blah. Then this is what Esther said, 15 verse 16. The reason why I read the 10 to let you know, I want you to understand the purpose of the fast. So the fast wasn't to save Israel, but that Esther will go and the king will receive what? Her. Her. Remember, the king has over 200 concubines. So Esther means nothing in that respect. Uh You see, sometimes the concubines are nicer than the what? Wives, isn't it? Uh (laughs) 15 to 16. Esther 5. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Mm-hmm. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my So this one is what we call dry fasting. Mm-hmm. You don't break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May God grant you grace. Amen. Myself, Father, more grace. Amen. 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 I and I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Esther said, "Okay, you people should fast for me. When we finish the fast, I'll go to the king. If I die, may I die? Another fast for me that when I go, instead of me being killed, the king will rather extend what the scepter. So they fasted. So the Fasting was that when she go unannounced, she has to be invited that she will not go. Because we read the templates that anyone who goes will be killed. You know why? One of the reasons is, you see, the king is so big. Before anyone can kill the king, must be closer to the king. Mm. So if you have been called, it's one of the security what? Measures. What you don't know, many concubines and wives did kill kings. Many of the pharaohs were killed by their Prince and girlfriend, yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. If you study Rome, many of them were killed by women. They are women, yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> so now they fasted for Esther, and I'll read the five verse one to two. Let's see what happened. The Esther chapter five verse one to two tell us what happened. Amen. On the third day, Esther yeah. put on her royal robe and mm-hmm. stood in the inner court of the Mm-hmm. in front of the king's hall. Mm-hmm. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. When he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. So when the king saw her, the king was like, please be fair. And he said, come, come. When he continued to read, he said, what can I do for you? Amen. But the power behind was what? Fasting. Yeah, he was fasting. So fasting is important. So when that sister was saying she has to fast before she asks my name. <laughs> Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap. Our time is up. We are going. Uh, three scriptures, then we go. Amen. I want you to understand that you can fast and your fasting will not be effective and efficient. So we are going to look at, there's a lot of scriptures, but we'll look at only three scriptures here that 
because of that, you must be aware. Amen. The first one is Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 12. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 12. Let's not forget that in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said, when we fast because of people or to show people, we receive reward from the people, not from him. Yeah. So it's a clear indication that you can fast, and when you go about it the wrong way, or if your state is wrong, you can your fasting will not bring, will not serve what? Eight yes. purposes. Yeah. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 12. Three scriptures, this is the first one. Mm -hmm. Although they fast, I will not listen to their cry. Mm -hmm. Though they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Instead, I will destroy them with the sword, famine, and plague. Amen. So it is clear in Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 12, that the fact that you fast doesn't mean God what? Listen, or your fasting will serve it perfectly. Because it though they fast, I mean what? Yes. Yeah. So what will cause God not to hear your fast? That's what we must be worried about. About because the last thing you want is you go through all that mm -hmm. <laughs> and it means nothing. nothing yes. yes. But Isaiah chapter 58, verse 3 to 9, answers us, shows us what will cause God. Not to hear our fast, what will cause our fast to be vain. And this is why I always tell people about obedience to what? The word of God. Bible says obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. It's better to obey the word of God than to sacrifice food. Amen. Let's look at it. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 3 to 9. Amen. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet, on the day of your fasting... So they said to God, why have you fasted and you have not what? Meaning they were fasting and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. They had the audacity to go to God, to question God, which is good God. By that we are benefiting today. Mm -hmm. And God showed them the reason why. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need. Amen. Please read it for us. Yet, on the day of your fasting... So you this is God speaking now. Mm -hmm. As you please, exploit all your workers. So he said, on the day of fasting, when you claim you are fasting, you do as you please. I mean, you cannot do as you please when you say you are fasting. You cannot be drinking coffee and say you are fasting, dining fasting. <laughs> and say so you exploit your workers, meaning you are still in the wickedness, exploitation is sin. You are still living in sin. Yeah, you are fasting, you can finish reading it. Mm -hmm. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife, mm -hmm. and in striking each other with wicked fists. Uh -huh. You cannot fast as you do today. As you say you are fasting, all your activities, there's no humility. You are striving, you are fighting people, you are still wicked. Where, in other words, where is the repentance? Isn't it? Uh -huh. And so you cannot fast as you now, the way you fast. Uh -huh. And get returns. Mm -hmm. Please continue for me. And expect your voice to be heard. And expect your voice to be heard. You cannot fast that way. And you expect your voice. You are living in adultery. You are stealing and say you are fasting. Hey. You are just starving yourself. <laughs> you are just starving yourself. In Nineveh, the first thing they repented. Mm, yeah. So in other words, you cannot be living in sin and say you are fasting and expect your fast. Yeah. To live out of sin is basic. Fasting, if anything, is advanced. Please continue. 
Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? So God said, this is not a kind of fast. This is not a kind of abstinence from food. I mean, you cannot live in sin and fast. Uh-huh. Only a day for people to humble themselves? Mm -hmm. Is it only for bowing one's head? Mm -hmm. Like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A so day? in the concept, listen, it's not a ritual. It's not a ritual. Fasting is not a ritual. It's not like I've abstained from food, so you fast and you didn't even pray. Mm. You didn't even read the Bible and say you are fasting. Mm. It's not, it's not, is it just a day for buying and read like rituals? Mm. It's not a ritual. It's not a ritual. Uh -huh. A day acceptable to the Lord? Mm -hmm. Is not this the kind of fasting? So I'm he sure showed us the kind of fasting what will make our fasting eh? to lose the chains of injustice mm -hmm. and untie the cords of mm -hmm. the yoke, mm -hmm. to set the oppressed free and to and break every yoke, mm -hmm. is it not to share your food with the In mother? other words, you must not live in wickedness, in sin. So you are fasting for someone's husband. You are lost. Hey, yeah. no, no, you are lost at all. You are just... Yeah. You are lost. No, so you don't believe such thing existed. It does. Yeah, you are lost. You are lost totally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are lost. So you, know, you understand? In other words, live in righteousness and in goodness yeah. before you fast. That should be your state. Mm. Not just a day. It should be your state. Mm. Yeah, it should be your state. That's why I say a day set apart. No, mm. you think God is a fool? Mm. One day you fast, so that's all. <laughs> 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 Please continue. Mm -hmm. and when you go home, take your time and read it. I'll just summarize what it means. Eh? It is not to share your food with the hungry mm -hmm. and to provide the food. You, are weak. you do not give nothing. You are, you are not a giver, nothing. Uh -huh. Wanderer, mm -hmm. shelter, mm -hmm. when you see the naked, to clothe them. You don't and care about anybody. Uh -huh. To turn away from your own flesh and mm -hmm. blood. Mm -hmm. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, mm -hmm. and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. So in other words, when we live in righteousness, then when we call, when we fast, God will answer. answer. Finish the night. You will cry for help, and he will say, mm -hmm. here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your light will become like the Amen. day. Amen. Amen. So a summary is that you cannot be living in sin, in your weakness, and you say you are fasting and God what? Yeah, yeah. You are joking. You cannot bribe God with fasting. You must live in righteousness first. The easier way is you must be obedient to what? The word of what? God. So this is, you are living in sin, blah, blah, and you don't repent, and your fasting is in vain. None of you repented. They repented. And God help them. Last scripture, Zachariah chapter 7, verse 1 to 12. Zachariah chapter 7, 
Verse 1 to 12. And that there's a blessing and reward that come whenever we fast. 
But at the same time, if we are going to live in sin and disobedience to the word of God, our fasting will mean what? Nothing. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And fasting is not eating vegetables and drinking tea. It is abstinent from all living and what? Over what? A season. A period of what? Time. I don't know what this word means to you. I just want you to lift up your voice and just pray regarding this word. Just, just begin to pray. I want others to ask for God to give me grace. Me grace to fast. Ask for God to give the church grace to fast and you yourself grace to fast. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.